Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's Championship Friday, sectional championship going on around our state. We're so glad you chose to be with us tonight. Drive safely, please. Coming up. Plenty of scores and conversations. We turn it over to the star of the show for the scores. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, thanks so much, and let's get right to it. Sectional Championship Friday. We'll begin with things down with Class 2A, where more scores have piled in. Let's start with a 42-0 shutout by Fort Wayne Lures over Manchester. We move as well to Bluffton dominating Eastern Greentown. That's a final 41-6. LaVille defeated Bremen 28-14. And Eastern Hancock crushed Winchester 47-14. Another shutout victory. We're going to have, have to add all these up again. 49-0 Triton Central blanking Eastern Pekin. And North Posey handles Paoli 35-14. In Class A, Carol Flora, a shutout win over Tri-Central, 42-zip. Adams Central took down Madison Grant, 56-14. It was Sheridan squeaking past Monroe Central, 27-22. And North Decatur survives by a field goal over Milan, 31-28. Providence hammers Springs Valley, 41 Moving to Class 3A, it was Delta 21, Garrett 15 for a sectional title. Chittard, a 20-piece on Hamilton Heights, 28-8. And Tri-West takes care of Monrovia, 28-21. Batesville beat Indian Creek, 29-13. To Class 4A, Northwood by a field goal over North Ridge, 17-14. Leo beats Fort Wayne Dwanger, 31-13. It was Mississippi by a touchdown against Kokomo 31-24, New Palestine rocks Mount Vernon Fortville 42-6, and East Central blanks Greenwood 47-0. In Class 5A was Mishawaka by 6 against Concord 20-14, Fort Wayne Snyder 49, Fort Wayne North 14 tonight. Decatur Central picks up the 34-17 victory against Harrison West Lafayette, and Bloomington South crushes Seymour 49-14. Lastly, Class 6A, the only score we're waiting on is the Lake Central Crown Point game. Otherwise, everything is settled, at least for sectionals. Starting with Center Grove beating Columbus North 35-12. It was Warren Central shutout piece of Southport 47-0, Cathedral holds LN to just a field goal, beating them 20-3. Ben Davis blanks Pike 53-0. It was Westfield, a great win on a very good Noblesville team, 24-12. HSE pulls out a 38-21 win on Fishers, and Penn rocks Warsaw 31-10. 
Those are the scores we have right now with more on the way a little bit later. For now, let's move to your college football Saturday. Begins at noon with Notre Dame visiting Clemson. The number 11, excuse me, number 15 Irish look to rebound and continue to do so after that tough loss to Louisville handled Pitt last week. Also at noon, Indiana hosts Wisconsin. One o'clock start, Youngstown State and Indiana State in Terre Haute. At two o'clock, Dayton battles Valparaiso and Butler visits Moorhead State. The late game at 7.30, Purdue and number Number three, Michigan from the big house. Keep this in mind for next week. The 129th Monon Bell Classic is next week at 1 p.m. Now, DePaul has a bye tomorrow. Wabash is at Hiram before the Monon Bell Classic again at 1 o'clock next week. The Indiana Hoosiers picked up a 94-61 exhibition win over Marion today. Hoosiers shot at 52%, 53% from deep. How about that? On 48 hours past the passing of Bob Knight at the age of 83, IU pulls out the victory. Great game from Marion's Brody Whitaker, by the way, at 19 points and 10 rebounds. Lastly, the Pacers pull out an NBA in-season tournament win over the Cavaliers, 121-116 the final. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. we got a lot of football to talk about. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network Championship Friday night. Let's talk to Todd Mello from WHMB. Todd Mello on the call. Um, what game did you have tonight? You had uh, Warren Central win. Um, uh, no, West. No, I, I'm sorry. Westfield win over Noblesville, 24 yep. to 12. That's the game, right? I'm losing my game. mind. Todd Mello. <laughs> it's great to hear from you. Haven't heard yeah. from you for a while. Yeah, I know. I uh, I usually allow Howard to call in uh, when he's doing the game, but uh, I was right, going in for right. him tonight, play by play. So yeah, twenty four twelve was a good game. Kendall Garnett with two touchdowns. It was six three deep into the third quarter uh, with Noblesville winning, and then there was a, a muffed uh, punt, a muffed snap punt mm. uh, for uh, for Noblesville, and Westfield recovered at the five yard line. Then they scored. Kendall Garnett was his first touchdown. And so that uh, that made them up, you know, uh, ten to uh, ten to six. And then on the ensuing kickoff, uh, Nobles had a muffed um, a kickoff return. Westfield recovered at the five yard line. A couple plays later, Garnett came in for a touchdown, and and uh, that made it seventeen to six. And that's kind of where it was for for a little while in the fourth quarter. And then right. Noblesville, right? Go ahead. No, no, I'm just getting ready to say, how often does that kicking game come back to hurt you? Oh my gosh! I know, and the, and the most of the game was you know three field goals between uh, both teams, and so just a tough situation for Nobles. Well, they haven't won the sectional in 23 years, and and uh, they had it right there in their grasp, and and just two muffed situations there on special teams really cost them that situation. But you know Westfield's a tough team. They've won a lot of close games this year, now moving to 10 and one, and you know Joe, Jay Gilbert's team knows how to win. You you know that. Sure. Absolutely, you've been you've been around this show since the beginning, thirty years know, ago, right? haven't you? Not? Scott Eaker, yeah, huh? you and yeah, huh? absolutely. Who would have thought we'd still be on all that uh, all that time? <laughs> well, I did because your perseverance and your your hard <laughs> your, your hard work and your connections and everybody loves you, Coach. Come on now. Well, you always treated me listen, well as a youngin. So all you youngins no. back there who are taking all the scores <laughs> and all that, trust me, coach treats you right, and uh, you'll be connected to him. Continue even even later on. So, 
you're, you're way too kind. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I appreciate it. I, lo- I, I, I look back. I love those days. Uh, that, that stuff me- means more to me than you can understand. Todd, it's great to hear from you. Thanks so much for the call. Todd Mello, WHMB, uh, Westfield over at Noblesville 2412. Thanks so much, Todd. You're welcome, Coach. Good luck to you. See ya. Thank you. Chuck Freeby, the Hall of Famer himself from WHME. He has the call of Northwood 17-14 win over Northridge. What a great game, Chuck. What a great one tonight. Just another chapter in a rivalry that has been absolutely chaotic over the last three years, Coach. The team that wins in the regular season cannot get a sweep. So once again... Northwood uh-huh. won it in the regular season, 25-21, and Northwood gets them in the tournament, 17-14. I'm not so sure that next year or in ensuing years, I, I just wouldn't go ahead and tank the regular season game, get that out of the way so we huh. can come back and win the championship. I mean, it's well, so crazy. Some, it's it's crazy how it works that. out. Yeah. You know, it's tough to beat good teams twice, and, and Northwood really uh, renovated their team since the loss to Northridge. They right. were just a passing team. You probably had as many rushing yards as Northwood did in the first time they met. But tonight, Northwood made a commitment to running the football. <laughs> Landon right. Berry, the running back, did a great job. Owen Raider, the quarterback, who's not known as a running quarterback, ran for 57 yards in the game-winning score with four minutes left. He threw for 167 yards, including a touchdown to the Georgia commit, Nitro Tuggle. And then the defense was able to force three turnovers. Northridge was playing without its starting quarterback tonight. He had been suspended on Thursday for a, a violation of the school's athletic code that happened back in July that the Raiders were just made aware of this week. And so that was a tough blow for Chad Epley's team, and yet they hung right in there and took this one to the limit. Great win tonight for Northwood. They win their sectional 17-14 over Northridge from WHME. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. It's Chuck Freeby. Chuck, it's great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the call. Coach, thanks for the time. You're welcome. Thank you. Coming up, the school board update. We need school board updates because we need scores on a night like tonight. Let's start, though, before we go to the, the uh, updates. Let's go to the Regional Radio Sports Network's Matt Lilliard. He has the pin win over Warsaw 31-10. Matt, we're going to start out and, and give you just give me a brief hit, and then we'll take a break and come back and let you go uh, full speed. Sure, Coach. 31-10, Penn Kingsman. Tight contest in the first half. The first half ended 10-3. Uh, Penn came out and and really put on the Jets. It was a uh, it was an impressive showing by the Kingsmen in the second half. You're a pro. You heard that music. You are an absolute pro. <laughs> I'll tell Condry how good you are. Okay, oh, <laughs> hang thanks. on, Matt. We'll come back okay. after this sure. Scobert update. More high school football on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We rattled off every score we had at the top of the hour. Here's a couple that we didn't have that we now do at 10-15. Crown Point, they rock Lake Central 42-7. So, already, this is your complete 6A slate. On top of that Crown Point Lake Central score, it was Penn over Warsaw 31-10. HSE got past Fishers 38-21. And in a very good one, Westfield defeated Noblesville 24-12. Ben Davis blanked Pike 53-zip. It was Cathedral 20, Lawrence North 3 tonight. 
Warren Central, no problem with Southport. They pick up the 47-0 shutout, and Center Grove defeats Columbus North 35-12. Here's a few other new ones from Class 4A, New Prairie over Culver Academy. That's a 43-14 funnel. It was Mooresville by a penny over Brabuff. What a game. 40-39, Mooresville survives and advances from sectional 21. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Moving on to sectional 26, where Knox, the most points of anybody tonight. Knox puts up 60 and beats John Glenn in a boat race, 60-37. to 37. What a ball game. Down to sectional 32 is Heritage Hills, a 50-burger on Scottsburg. 51-10 was the final there. Let's talk about the Pacers win, 121-116 over the Cavaliers. Miles Turner was excellent. He had 27 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 blocks. Bruce Brown, the new Pacer, $45 million deal, paying off. 37 minutes, he had 19 points. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight. East Central over Greenwood, 47-0 from the Trojan Media Productions. Aaron Jackson on the call of this game. Aaron, thanks so much for the call. What an impressive win for East Central tonight. Yeah, Bob, you know it really was. East Central, they've uh, really rolled over their competition this season Mm -hmm. and – you know, Greenwood tonight came in with a record of 6-5. And, five. and uh, you know, East Central, again, took care of business. They won 47-0 to tonight. Uh, Josh Ringer, Mr. Football Candidate for the state, he passed the uh, 6,000-yard mark tonight, and he wow. added uh, three TDs for his uh, season total. So he's had a really good season, you know, along with the rest of the Trojans. Well, no one's beaten them yet. And so what, what do people no. have to do to try to beat these guys? I don't know. You know, um, I was talking with uh, the guy that does color with me for Trojan Media Productions. There are just so many weapons on offense. I mean, you've got Ryan Brotherton. Um, he's going to Western Michigan. Of course, uh, Ringer, he's going to Miami of Ohio. But mm-hmm. then you got guys like uh, Dylan Maxwell. I mean, he goes both ways. Uh, he'll be a linebacker but also a running back. But then Cole Burton, uh, the quarterback, is just so accurate. So it's really hard to scheme against these Central, so many of those weapons. And uh, their defense is really stout, too. You know, they're coming in, I think, only averaging right. about, uh, you know, a touchdown a game is what they're giving them. Wow. So who are they matched up with next week? Well, uh, the Memorial just won. They uh, upset um, Wrights tonight right. down yep. there. And yep. so uh, East Central will travel down there. Next week for the regional. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It should be a great, great game. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. All yeah, right. So that's definitely one to look forward to. Aaron Jackson from Trojan Media Productions on the call of East Central's 47 nothing win over Greenwood. Aaron, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next hey, week. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. Greg Rakestraw the best at what he does from the ISC Sports Network on the call of Cathedral's 20-3 win over Lawrence North tonight. 
Greg Rakestraw, thanks for the call. Very impressive win for the Irish tonight. It was old school football for Cathedral. They ran the ball and they played spectacular defense. And so much of the conversation about Cathedral revolves around Danny O'Neill. And much like Josh Ringer is very much a Mr. Football candidate for East Central, Danny is for Cathedral. Tonight, Danny played well, but the star was Jalen Bonds, junior running back, 32 Mm. carries, Mm -hmm. 262 yards, and two touchdowns. And last year when these two teams played, it was a shootout. It was 44-35. Cathedral's defense, they were tremendous. They gave up a first-quarter field goal to Lawrence North. That was all the scoring that the Wildcats would have tonight. Mm -hmm. Finished with right around 100 yards of total offense. And given the weapons at the uh, uh, at the ready uh, for head coach Pat Mallory, quarterback Montez Jones, it was a tremendous defensive effort by a Cathedral team. So, again, they're, they're still here. Uh, this win tonight ensures they'll be in 6A for the next two years. And the four mm-hmm. years in this, uh, you know, not just class system, but the success factor system, they have played four years in 6A. And Cathedral has won a sectional in all four of those years. That speaks volumes about uh, Rick Strife and Bill Peoples' program they have built on the northeast side of Indianapolis. I couldn't agree more. I mean, you're talking about two Hall of Fame coaches, for heaven's sakes. But I think the other part of it, too, is that you know they uh, they, they do this um, the, the, on both sides of the ball. I mean, you, know, you think a lot, obviously, with Danny O'Neill. You talk about a, with Cathedral, you think about their offense. But as you point out, tonight, defensively, they were extremely strong. And this is a Cathedral team that, that lost some key pieces other than O'Neill from last year's squad. You know, they had a couple of Division One recruits in terms of their defensive line, guys like uh, Gilbert and Kendall that are now you know off in, in college playing uh, football. you got Jerron Tibbs, of course, was a great two-way player in terms of basketball and football Cathedral. He's now at Purdue. Uh, Brennan Wooten was a four-year starter at tight end that uh, is playing in the Mid-American Conference. So this is a team that, to some degree, kind of had to grow into it this year. Having such an experienced player in Danny O'Neill certainly helps. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that defensively, they run a little bit of a different system. They play a 3-5-3. And just those different looks and the way that they were moving players in and around on that team mm. tonight, this gave mm. L.N. Fitz and could never kind of get the, quite re- the, 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 the perfect read to move the ball down the field in tonight's game. All right, Cathedral over Lawrence North, 20-3. Greg Ragstraw and I will be working together Monday. We will have the first college basketball game of the season. Uh, that's our distinction for the year. We hope we live up to it. We'll have the IUPUI Spalding matchup from the uh, Farmers um, Insurance Coliseum. I'm looking forward to this. And when the, you, know, you and I get a little center stage right there on Monday. Well, you know, I'll use a newspaper term that nobody uses anymore, above the fold, uh, because we're the first one out of the chute. Remarkably, this is the second time this has happened for IUPUI. So if you go back, this is, let's see here, 17 years ago. I've been doing this a while now, Bob. Uh, We opened the season in one of those 18 tournaments that Ohio State hosted. So we played Alabama A&M back in 06, the first game of the season. That was back when the season started on, like, the second Friday in November. Right. That date right. kind of creeping up over the years. So, and, and IUPUI has found this nice little niche in terms of playing these midweek, weekday games, like you see you know, the Indianapolis Indians do, the Indy Fuel do, every minor league team will do this. 
where you'll bring in, you know, kids on a field trip, have a little basketball and education day. Right. So Bob and right. I will be joined by 4,000 screaming students from all across central <laughs> Indiana. They'll be celebrating right. the fact that it's the first Division One game of the season or they're simply not in the classroom. One of those two things, but they'll be celebrating with us come Monday morning. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I'm looking forward to it for a great number of reasons, not the least of which is you and I talk, obviously, each week. I do not recall the last time you and I were with each other in person. That that has eluded me right now. <laughs> I know, and, and I have missed my quality time with you, so it is that time of the year where uh, that's not a problem. We see each other a lot from November through February. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, you're calling me tomorrow night. I hope to talk about foot, some kind of football. We can we can talk Colts. We can also talk the last two volleyball state championships of the day tomorrow because I will have the 3A and 4A calls of Belmont and Providence and Hamilton Southeastern and Castle that we'll have on the IHSAA Champions Network tomorrow from Worthen Arena in Muncie and Ball State. That's perfect. Greg Regstraw, as I mention every time he's on, he is the best at what he does, and there aren't very many people who can say that. He has the call of Cathedral's 20-3 win over Lawrence North in sectional action tonight. He and I will be working Monday at 11 o'clock for IUPUI and Spalding. Greg, thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Brendan King, I, I'm now a with you for a second okay i'm glad you're with us busy busy night on a sectional championship friday night as always coach and hey here's the good part so i'm going to florida to see the folks next week but beyond that you and i (laughs) will be together for the rest of the month of november so let's get used to it well as you know i just got i got back uh friday last i know i got back last just missed you friday morning and had uh, it was great to you know great to see uh, our daughter and our son-in-law we haven't seen them uh, for a while and um, weather was was perfect sorry to rub it in and well, I'm um, going next week so you're not rubbing it in no nah, well you know <laughs> you know I, I, it, I figured this out I mean my deal now is um, you know I'll, I'll stay here in Franklin and then we'll we'll catch a plane first thing Sunday morning. And then, and then fly back as late as I can on Friday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm able to get back and do a show and leave, come back and do a show. Um, so why not? And um, I like it so much, I'm headed back uh, first week in December. So. How about that? <laughs> so it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt to be me uh, at certain times. And this is pretty And Look, it also doesn't hurt to have one child who happens to live in Naples. That, that never hurts either. All right, uh, it, so. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, go I was going to say, it doesn't hurt to uh, know anybody down there, whether that's child, parents, friend. Yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah, absolutely. All right, Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update. And then we're going to. Life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Talk more football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Rolling in late to the studio at 1030, we have our first pair of overtime sectional championship games. 
Let's dive into them. Class 3A, sectional 25, instant classic. West Lafayette holds on in overtime against Hanover Central. It's a final of 42-41 again in extra time. Also requiring OT from sectional 37 in Class 2A, Southmont by a deuce on Linton Stockton, 36-34. Southmont moves on. Diving into a couple more from Class A, North Judson defeats Triton 33-7. Sectional 42 is Park Tudor over North Vermilion 41-28. Sectional 45, Sheridan gets past Monroe Central 27-22. North Decatur by field goal tonight over Milan 31-28. That's sectional 46. Sectional 47, the rich get richer. Indianapolis Lutheran all over Covenant Christian 57-14. Hey, listen, that's Lutheran who has been dominant in Class A, but over Covenant Christian who just won a state championship a handful of years ago. And lastly, in sectional 48, no problem for Providence over Springs Valley 41-8. The Indiana Hoosiers picked up an exhibition win today at Assembly Hall, of course, honoring the life of Bob Knight. They got a win as well, 94-61 over Marion from the Crossroads League in NAIA action. Hoosiers shot 53% from deep. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's high school football tonight. Penn beats Warsaw 31-10 from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Matt Lilliard rejoins me. Matt, thanks so much for staying with us. I apologize for that. What a very impressive win for the Kingsmen tonight. Very impressive win for the Kingsmen tonight. The second half was really, really big for their defense and special teams. They uh, they ended the game with uh, with a, an interception return by Maverick Brown for 48 yards, and a special teams one of the craziest plays I've ever seen. A punt that went almost straight up in the air, landed and hit a Warsaw player. Warsaw was walking off of the field because they thought it was downed. Don Bonner picked up the ball and returned it 38 yards for a touchdown with most of the Penn and Warsaw players off of the field at this point. <laughs> so no <laughs> way one of the wildest it. plays I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's so wild, it, it, it eluded me. Take, walk me back through this. So he kicks the ball, <laughs> all right? It's up in the air and comes down and hits a player. Is that it? It, it nicks a Warsaw player. Right. Um, Warsaw's walk – well, it – it appeared that Don Bonner had downed the ball. Everybody was walking oh, okay. away. Right. Corey Yeoman is Coach Yeoman is yelling at Don Bonner to pick up the ball and run. He picks up the ball and runs. Most of the players at this point are off of the field. <laughs> right. It was it was really wild. And they uh, called it a touchdown. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, yeah. oh my my. Very well, wild play. Uh, yeah, this has been a, you know, it's a, a Warsaw team that really likes to run the ball and can control the ball and keep it out of your hands. And so the Kingsmen must have done a great job defensively tonight. So the first half ended 7-3. to three. Um, mm-hmm. Warsaw dominated um, time of possession through most of the first half. Uh, it was basically four drives through the first half. Each team had the ball twice. Um, and very closely contested um, first half. I mean, it was it was a lot of ru- obviously running the ball almost, uh, well, 100% of the time for Warsaw. They didn't throw a pass in the first half. 
and Penn, you know, had a little bit of a more balanced offense, but um, both had trouble moving the ball in the first half. Um, the second half was completely different. Uh, Penn came out and had a, a really nice drive for a, a second touchdown. Um, I have my notes in front of me. Uh, it was a pretty awesome play. Um, Nolan McCullough threw the ball kind of high on a slant pattern to Elijah Coker. Elijah Coker jumped up, caught the ball with his fingertips, broke a tackle, and ran 37 yards for a touchdown. Uh, then on the, um, the next possession for Warsaw is when that wild uh, punk play happened. It was, um, wow. it, was, it, was, it was something. It was, it was a well, great yeah. game. Um, with my, a lot of energy. Well, in the obviously, yeah, because this, these are two really, really good teams. Uh, yeah. And now, who will who will Penn play next week? Next Friday, Penn has Crown Point, seven thirty oh. at Everwise Freefield. <laughs> oh, oh my! Oh my yeah. goodness! <laughs> yeah, great matchup, from what I understand. I haven't seen Crown Point play, but I hear they have a team. They're pretty good, uh, to say the least. Uh, my suggestion to everyone, get there early because there will not be very many seats available. Uh, you might want to get there uh, sometime Thursday uh, and get your spot because it's going to be that gonna be that jam-packed. From the Regional Radio Sports Network, Matt Lilliard with me. Penn over Warsaw, 31-10. Matt, thanks for the call. Have a fantastic weekend. Thank you, Coach. You too. Thanks so much. Battle in Evansville, the big battle. Wrights versus Memorial. Memorial with the win from Indiana SRN, our good friend Mike Scavara. Mike, take me through this Wrights over, excuse me, Memorial win over Wrights tonight. Well, it was an exciting uh, game at Enloe Field, Bob, as uh, the Wrights Panthers, Corey Brunson's ball club, 11-0, ranked number two in 4A. Uh, they've got the uh, second uh, stingiest defense 7.4 in 4A, in fact, fifth in the state. But uh, John Hurley's ball club, uh, who lost earlier 34 to nothing uh, in week seven, uh, came out and uh, did something that uh, they needed to do, keep the ball away from the Wrights offense, as they had the ball 17 minutes and 30 seconds uh, in the first half and came away wow. with a couple of couple of touchdowns as uh, Coach uh, John Hurley gives uh, – Ball club, the Tigers, the Memorial 17th sectional win, and uh, Coach Hurley, his 10th sectional championship uh, uh, in his 16 years uh, at the helm. It was uh, uh, a, a great battle as uh, Memorial, again, the only two touchdowns. Uh, they go 87 yards in 15 plays in four minutes and 23 seconds after they get pinned on a 53-yard punt deep in their own territory. And then uh, on the next possession, uh, the first of uh, three turnovers uh, in the second, or, or, in, or excuse me, the second uh, in uh, the half, uh, a J.J. Lowry uh, interception returns it uh, close to midfield. And uh, Memorial goes up 57 uh, yards in eight plays as uh, the first touchdown uh, was a six-yard run uh, by Luke Elsperman, the uh, wide receiver who's turned quarterback. And the second one was sophomore uh, uh, Dylan Kendrick, a four-yard run uh, right before halftime as Paige Barrett's two uh, extra points uh, gave it. Again, a, a wild game. Uh, none the least, and uh, I think uh, halftime discussion by both teams, I can imagine what it was. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, we have had a number of cases like tonight where teams that uh, lost uh, earlier in the season come back and avenge that loss. It's a, a perfect situation here and a perfect example of it uh, with Evansville Memorial beating beating rights. And, but who comes in thinking Memorial is going to hold rights to three points? Yeah, in fact, uh, uh, the uh, Memorial Tigers, though, defensively uh, coming in, uh, they had uh, only given up uh, 12 points a game. And, uh, in fact, right. they were ranked 18th in the state. But uh, Corey Brunson's ball club, you know, they didn't give up. Uh, they came out of the locker room, Bob, and all they did was uh, score on their first three possessions uh, as uh, uh, Wrights uh, goes all the way down and uh, – Kiefer Sanderson, who's uh, one of the premier uh, kickers uh, in the league, uh, gets his ninth field goal uh, to cut it to uh, 14-13. And then Wrights uh, gets a, a seven-yard uh, on the last play of the third quarter a run uh, uh, for the uh, Wrights Panthers. Uh, it was uh, a nice run uh, by uh, uh, their uh, running back, Levi Oxley, so it's seven, it's fourteen to ten, and Rice has uh, got it down to a four-point lead. But Memorial then comes back, and on the third play, they get a seventy-yard in the game winner, a seventy-yard pass from Luke Elsperman to Dylan Kendrick to put the Tigers back up twenty-one to ten. Uh, but Rice they go on an eighty-yard drive in three and a half minutes. Uh, they again then get a, uh, a quarterback Davies uh, Ben Davies pass. Uh, to uh, Summers of uh, 36 yards. They go for two, and it's 21 to nothing. But the Memorial defense came in as Carson Anslinger, a senior. He comes in there and plays a little defensive back. He comes up with his third interception of the year, and uh, mm-hmm. that was the difference maker uh, in the ball game. As uh, Coach Hurley now, 137 wins uh, in his career. Uh, he is uh, one win behind uh, Coach Dean Logel uh, for the top spot in victories uh, uh, at Memorial. So uh, and so they go on this Friday uh, at home at Enlow Field uh, and beat the number two team. Uh, all they need to do next week is beat the number one team, East Central, uh, <laughs> and the defending champs back right. here at Enlow. Right. Now, whether it's Friday or Saturday has not uh, yet to be determined. But uh, uh, it was it was a great game. Uh, again, the Memorial had less than 200 yards offense when they played them the first time. Uh, I think that there were well over 300 yards offense. And uh, there's still a celebration, Bob, going on at Enlow Field. And uh, <laughs> this game was over uh, over a half hour ago. Mike Scavar from the uh, I, uh, Indiana RSN. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Rights and Memorial. Memorial comes away with this one tonight. Thanks a lot, Mike. Have a great night. Thanks, Bob. Talk to you next week.
I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up top of the hour, 15 minutes from now, we're going to go over every single score that we have from sectional championship Friday. And as we speak right now, every single score is in. So stay tuned for a wide grasp of everything happening around the state. Here is what is most newsworthy, at least at 1045. couple of overtime games to discuss. One from sectional 25, where West Lafayette holds on by a penny over Hanover Central. Again, in extra time, West Lafayette 42, Hanover Central 41. Also an instant classic played in sectional 37 in extra time. Southmont 36, Linton Stockton 34. What a ball game. There's also been a wealth of shutouts tonight, including a couple from 2A. Sectional 35, Fort Wayne Lures 42, Manchester nothing. And in sectional 39, it was Triton Central blanking Eastern Pekin 49 to zip. Sectional 43 also featured a shutout. Carol Flora 42, Tri Central nothing. Cover a couple ball games from Class 6A where there were two shutouts of their own. Sectional 5, Ben Davis 53, Pike nothing. And in Sectional 7, Warren Central, Whitewash, Southport 47 zip. College football coming up tomorrow. Couple games at noon. Notre Dame and Clemson, Wisconsin and IU down in Bloomington. And then at 7.30, prime time, the big house, number three, Michigan and Purdue. Can the Boilers pull off what will be a monumental upset? I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Westfield, number six in 6A, 24-12 winners over Noblesville. Jake, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the win tonight. Thanks, Coach. It was a, a great one. We're just really happy for our kids. You should be. This is a Noblesville team that, frankly, my perspective is that they've gotten better and better each week, and uh, they're playing great football. Well, they're dangerous. Uh, they got a lot of seniors. Um, man, they run a scheme that doesn't allow you to have the ball very long. You know, we had two possessions in the first down in the first half. I'm sorry. One possession was eaten up with a hold and an offensive pass interference call. So, you know, it's like a turnover. Mm-hmm. You just don't get the mm-hmm. ball very much. And right. if you make mistakes or calls go against you, then that's it, you know, and those guys are going to own the clock. And so, Nobles um, was good. Uh, so i thoroughly pleased to be able to beat those guys. Coach Sharp. Well, you should be. How'd you do it? I mean, very well. We we won with special teams. Uh, it was six three at right. that time, Noblesville, and the turning point really. We we had uh, blocked a punt in the first half. In the second half, we got them. They fumbled a, a punt snap, and then we scored uh, deep in their territory. And then we kicked off, and they fumbled, and we recovered that. So we got a couple special teams turnovers. And that put us up. We were up by five um, at the end. We got a, a stop, got the ball back. We were able to drive it down, use up a lot of the clock, take a field goal to put us up two scores um, on a touchdown. And that was that was all she wrote. But it was really good um, special teams performance. Great. All right, who else plays well for you tonight? Well, I just thought the defense was really, really good. I mean, we – Gave up 12 total points. 
um, you know, they've got a, a back, Logan Schaffner, who had like 300 yards of offense. And so we just, last week, uh, and for us to limit him, I thought the entire defense, Casey Graybill, Anthony Feltonelli, Michael Webster at linebacker, mm-hmm. really good. William Goodvine um, did a nice job on D-line. Drew Law flashed some. But so our defensive staff was, was excellent. Um, Jackson Gilbert had a pretty good game at quarterback, it seemed like. But then Kendall Garnett really ran the ball well. And so that was uh, two weeks in a row that I think we've run the ball pretty mm-hmm. well. So the line is gelling and coming off the ball well, and Kendall's getting better. Who do you have next week? We will host Hamilton Southeastern. <laughs> Mike Kelly's on. Mike Kelly's on hold. So what? Yeah, Mike's on hold. So what should I tell him? <laughs> well, he's a phenomenal coach. They're a phenomenal team. Right. Um, we played Noblesville eight times in four years, and this will be wow. the seventh time we played HSE in four years. So <laughs> um, we we kind of know each other pretty well. But Mike's the best in the business, and and HSE is a tremendous football program, not just a team. They're a great program. So you guys aren't bad game. yourself, Jake. Yeah, Jake We're Gilbert from out. Westfield. They're Thank number you. six and six A tonight. Uh, they are 24-12 winners over Noblesville, taking on Hamilton Southeastern next week. Thank you, Jake. Have a great night. Have a great week. Thanks, Coach. Bye-bye. Thank you. Coming up, we are going to talk to Coach Mike Kelly from Hamilton Southeastern, talk about their uh, very impressive win over Fishers. We're also going to talk about uh, LaVille beating Bremen. We're going to spend some time talking about Valpo over Michigan City and – don't forget, we got we got more uh, Providence over Springs Valley. So those we're all gonna. I'm gonna try to squeeze all those in. I'm not sure I can do it, but we're gonna try to squeeze them all in uh, before the top of the hour. And if not, we'll, we'll carry them over and we'll talk about them. We got a lot of football to talk about. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. The Indiana Sports Talk's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football, the big battle. Hamilton County tonight, Hamilton Southeastern, and Fishers. It's, uh, these are always great games, without question. HSE wins this one, 28-21 over Fishers. HSE uh, ranked number 7 in 6A, Hamil- or Fishers in number 10. What a matchup. Mike Kelly joins me, the head coach at HSE. Mike, congratulations on a very, very big win tonight. Thank you, Bob. I'm so proud of our kids. I thought uh, they played hard tonight. Um, you know, it wasn't an easy game. Uh, the score may may sound like it was uh, not as close as what it really was. Um, Fishers has got a great team. Coach Funk does a phenomenal job. Coach Judd with their defense and the, their new offense coordinator as well does a, a terrific job. Uh, it was a it was a as a as a dog fight. That's for sure. I know we opened up the game and. I scored, and then they they turned around, and scored on their very first possession, uh, very first play to start the, their drive, and so we go back mm-hmm. down and have to score again, uh, and uh, and it was kind of a back and forth game through the first half, and and then uh, we were we were fortunate enough, kind of in the second half, to kind of stabilize things a little bit, uh, and uh, and had a, a couple of big picks by Donovan Rhodes uh, that really helped seal the win away uh, for us uh, tonight. You know, I've talked uh, about three games uh, tonight, Mike, in which teams 
have avenged earlier season losses uh, to rivals. And yours is the same situation. I mean, the Mudsock game is always one of the great rivalries around, especially in central Indiana. And it's got to be hard to play a team that second time, especially when the stakes are this high. Yes, sir. That's always a challenge. And, the, you know, it's, it's really hard when and when, when you play the teams you know so well. Um, you yeah. Know, that's, that's, the, that's the hard part. <laughs> so uh, you're playing for a sectional championship two years in a row against a, a great team uh, with a, a bunch of great players. Um, and then to, to come out and uh, to, to, to play the way our kids did, I'm just really proud of them. They have two weeks of, of great practice. Um, and so it's always a good thing when you practice well. And uh, we, we challenge our team to, to understand you, you, you play the way you practice. So if you, you have bad, bad practice habits, it's really hard to play well. Um, and so uh, we, we, we still the, the Navy SEALs line of you, you don't rise to the occasion, you sink to your level of training. And so – um, when it comes to preparation, it's important that you're you're preparing well, and our kids have really bought into that this year. Um, you know, not not that they didn't last year and the year before that, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's been a, it's been a, a a good thing for them this year. Um, they've gotten better in practice throughout the season, uh, which is which is you know a sign of their growth and maturity. Um, and uh, and we're we're not there yet, but we're we're on the way. That's for sure. Who will you be playing next week? Well, Coach Gilbert, you know he was your, your last guest. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah. We 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 played them in the regional last year, and uh, right, and, and and won, and then they beat us in the sectional um, the year before. So it's a. Uh, it, it's been uh, it, it's been interesting. You know, we we played Fishers, I believe, eight times, uh, ten times the last uh, five years. So you know, Coach Coach Gilbert was talking about those stats. You know, you play fishes as much, and then you turn around and play Westfield seven times. Uh, there's a lot of. Coach, we got to run. Thanks so much.